Serenissima, New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Welcome back to the iHealth channel, the Fit and Fab channel, iHealth Radio, new day, new show, new topic. As always, your host, Hurricane Age. Uh, and uh, today we have a little bit of spin on our fit, you know, concept. And, and, and uh, just that over the last couple of years, we have multiple guests that discuss different types of fitness programs and, uh, you know, uh, just different ways of potentially look good, feel good, and uh, and how you can trim and how you can uh, lose weight, do all different things. But the one area that I think we might have not addressed is that what about the people that are liking what they see <laughs> or the people that don't want to transform and the people that want to just have a certain look and they don't want to subscribe to everybody else's agenda and conform to to the, the looks that society has d described for them, right? So today we have a specialist that does just that. And, and her angle is really to give us a different perspective on how to look at yourself and have a body freedom and enjoy yourself the way you like it. And that doesn't mean a shape or form or weight or another, it's just you. So we'll talk about that and I'll, I'll leave our guest today to give us that particular angle. So with me, I have Tara Wyatt, uh, trust love, right? Did I say it? Yes, right? yes, right. you nailed yeah. it. Good job. <laughs> all, right, all right, I didn't rehearse that one, so it's good. <laughs> all right, so 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 Tara, welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us. And, and I know you and I again. We talk. I mean, I, I just had to say this. I'm sorry. You're in Alberta, Canada. It's cold, and I felt that that cold breeze coming to me right now. <laughs> yeah, just joking, cool. just joking. But, cool. but, but we, we're not any, you know, warmer. But but I mean, a little bit warmer, but not that warm out here. But but you know, I just thought you know, it'd be a fun thing to discuss here at least. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a big blizzard blow through last night, so we got lots of snow on the ground, and winter mm. boots and parkas are all out. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it out there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I love to see the snow movies and pictures, but when yeah. it's, it's on the ground, there's a different story. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, it is what it is, right? You know, the season is here. We got to deal with it. And we probably can expect, we had actually some, a few drops last night. in oh. so, so we're getting the little taste of it, but nothing heavy yet. So hopefully before maybe the new year, I don't know. Yeah. We're not out of the, the, the danger zone right now. So all right, Tara, so, so let's talk about your journey. I mean, you do have a story and uh, it got you to where you are today and you started your own uh, company and concept, Transform with Tara. And so we got to talk about all that. But again, you tell us about how it all started and why. And then we'll we'll debate the whole society thing and, and, and the conformity to a unique look and otherwise. So let's go for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited to be here and share 
uh, this concept with your audience and share a little bit about who I am and, and how this all came to be for me. So my own journey with body freedom really started at a, at a very young age. I was probably eight or nine years old. And I was, I grew up in a small town, actually in Saskatchewan, which is even colder than Alberta. And our, our fun at that time was our parents would drop us off at the local swimming pool and we would have two or three hours of parent-free, totally fun, crazy time at the pool with only like teenage lifeguards to keep us in line. It was, it was the best, the best life as a kid. And after swimming, we always uh, made a big mess in the showers in the change room, but we we laughed and we sang and we joked and it was just this life thing that everybody just came for. And I remember one particular day we were in the showers, all the bubbles, we had all the bubbles everywhere. We had bubble hats and bubble beards and bubbles on our bellies and bubbles on our bum and just everywhere. And we were laughing until we cried. And I was rubbing bubbles on my belly and singing with my eyes closed. And I became suddenly aware that the, the laughter was dimming, the sound was going down. And I was like, what's, what's going on? So I open my eyes through the bubbles and I look around and I see that all of my friends have kind of paused and are all looking at the bubbles on my belly. And I looked down and I saw the bubbles on my belly and I kind of looked around it at them and I went, huh. And that was the very first time that I became very aware that my body was different than theirs. My body was bigger. My body was squishier. It was different. And so I turned around into the shower and quickly washed the bubbles off of me. My friends went back to the laughter, back to the joy, having the best time of their lives. And I quickly rinsed, went into the change room, and I felt the heat coming into my cheeks. I felt the tears starting to fall. And I knew in that moment that something inside me had shifted and that at eight or nine years old, having a body that was different meant bad. When you're just a kid, different means bad. And so in that moment, my life really did change. And when you begin to believe in something, you start to find proof for it everywhere. And so I spent a good portion of my childhood and my teenage years believing there was something wrong with my body and finding proof that that was true. I was an athlete in high school. I was good at sports. I struggled every season with uniform sizing, with uniform fit, uh, with struggling, you know, to see my teammates and to see me. Uh, I became withdrawn. I became quiet. I was the background girl um, in hiding as much as I could because I didn't want my voice to be heard because if my voice was heard, my body would be seen. And again, my body was bad. So that wasn't going to work out. Um, take that all the way through, through university, through my first few years as an educator. Um, I was a teacher and teaching was great because it was a safe space to kind of hide in the clothing, you know, the ugly Christmas sweaters and the 
the typical teacher attire. Uh, so I loved that aspect of it. And, you know, kids didn't care if, if what your body looked like, they care how you made you feel. So that was a great career choice for me. Um, and then I had a baby, a baby boy, healthy baby boy. Um, and two years later, I was pregnant with another baby. And we were going to the ultrasound to find out the sex of the baby because um, we believe that there's enough surprises on the day you give birth. You don't, gender is like not one I need. So we went to find out and I, I told my husband, if this is going to be a boy, I'm not gonna be okay. And he was confused and the poor guy I was like, I can't explain it. Just know that I'm going to cry and I'm not going to be okay. I said, okay, held my hand. We went into the ultrasound room and the tech did the ultrasound and said, congratulations, you're having a healthy baby boy. And as predicted, <laughs> the ugly tears came, there was snot and sobbing and all the things and the poor tech is just like you you heard me say healthy right <laughs> I, know, I know now i feel bad too because all of anyone wants is a healthy baby um but i reflecting on that i came to understand that i was so afraid to be the sideline mom I wanted to play with my kids. When I imagined my life as a mom, I was out there on the soccer field. I was out there on the ice rink. I was out there on the playground. I was involved and I was playing. And the body I was in at the time was not going to support that way of life. And so I was scared. I was scared to bring another baby into the world and have him live this, this life that I didn't want for him. I wanted him to have the, the mom that was fun. So I did give birth to my second baby boy. Um, he's wonderful. <laughs> and I hired a personal trainer, I would say two months after giving birth because you get that six, six week clearance that you can go back to activity, which I now know is not safe, but <laughs> that's a whole other podcast topic. Um, and yeah, he, she came to my home. She was amazing. She was a real human. She kind of looked like me. She had two kids like me. She didn't make me do crazy things. She just helped me move my body in a new and fun way. Um, explained that I could eat vegetables and find enjoyment in, in vegetables. And that was a new concept for me. So it, it was a really great experience. And I, I ended up losing a substantial amount of weight. I lost about 60 pounds in my time working with her. Um, I was fit, I was healthy, and I was an active, busy mama. And when I finally reached my goal weight, the, the weight I had set for myself as my goal, I stepped on the scale that morning and the number appeared and nothing happened. The, the skies didn't open, the angels didn't sing. <laughs> I got off the scale and I went over to the mirror and I still looked at myself and thought, ugh. And that's when I knew that my body was not the problem. My body had never been the problem. My body would never be the problem. I had some work to do on my head and my heart and my spirit and my mindset. And until I did that work, I would never feel the way I thought I would feel at this weight. 
And so the journey began and I had fallen in love with fitness. So I became a personal trainer, um, but I knew I didn't really want to go into a gym atmosphere. So I started teaching group fitness classes in my group fitness classes. I was watching women come in scared, um, shy, not comfortable in their bodies and slowly begin to acknowledge some of the really cool things that their body could do. And when they made that discovery, they took that out into the world and they started doing things out there that they never thought they could do. And that experience lit my heart on fire. And that's where Transform with Tara was born because I knew that the movement piece and the mindset piece had to be married or we weren't gonna get anywhere. Uh, it is an amazing story as I, I'm just listening. There's a lot of stuff I want to poke. <laughs> I want to hit a lot of those, those elements that you've covered, but I mean, it's impressive. I mean, it's, it is an inspirational story. I mean, as, as that's, I think that's the, the core discussion. <laughs> I think we, we, if we take that inspiration here, I think that would be somewhere like this home run. Right. Okay. But, but, but so, so let's break that down. I mean, your experience is not unique in a way, because I think everybody at an early age, and it's not just today's age. I mean, I think it's been in existence and especially in, in well, in the, the last few decades, I would say. Mm -hmm. We have seen those examples. I mean, in some of the movies, it's, it's always portraying at, you know, elementary school, high school, where people make fun of people. Uh, mm -hmm. That's one piece. And, and that's always a, uh, a traumatizing experience and uh, kind of bullying. But, but you're right. You were a, a very happy child. And, you know, at that age, you don't know the difference until everybody starts making you feel awkward. Right. right. And, and, I, and, I, and by the way, I'm, people have different experiences at that age because every one of us would probably had some traumatizing event that, that have, you know, depends how we dealt with it, but that's one way. But at the end of the day, I think everybody listening, watching, if you look back when you were that age, there's some things that happened to you. That's that really made a difference in your mind, or at least had an impact. Mm -hmm. I can, I can relate to similar I, I didn't have the weight issue or the body issue or the size issue, but I actually, I had a size issue. I was short and skinny. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so everybody made fun of me. I was the little guy. Right. And, right. and, and so I was bullied that way. So people look at me like, you know, Hey, they push you around the stuff. You, you know, you're like easy, right. Easy target. And, and people find these things and, and then it gets to you. And then as you listen, it depends how you deal with it. Some people take it in, some people, you know, it affects their way of, of confidence and, and therefore you like, you go crazy, you don't know what to do. And then you like, you, you collapse basically, or you hide. Uh, one thing I did, I mean, in my case, and, and I think I've relayed this in a different topic when talking about bullying, is I went to martial arts to give me a little bit of confidence and things like that. So that was a way out of it. Uh, in your case, you, 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 went through, you went through it and as much as you were active, you were still not clear. It took a minute. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of people will probably have the same situation. It's uh, unfortunate, you know, that we have people in this world that do look at people that way and judge people for, for what they're, it's not like you, you design yourself. <laughs> we right. don't, you know, you see what you said, you got what you got and you have to work with it. And people look at you like, huh, they, they, you know, that's the problem. I think it's, it's unfortunate, but it's reality. And, and, you know, there's a psychology, you know, concept that, you know, affecting this. And, and I think that's actually when you realize that, I mean, it did impact you and mm -hmm. it took a minute for you to actually really absorb it and accept it and uh, get clear about it. And then because they pushed you, you were trying 
to fit. You're trying to, you know, to be conformed to what, what the expected look. And it doesn't, it doesn't help that today, uh, and again, we're a very visual society. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV has been around for a minute and movies and, and all the movies historically, uh, even magazines, even modeling and all the stuff has always had, you know, a certain look, feel for guys, for girls. It's the same thing. You have a particular feel and look that you want to see. And that's really what the ideal. Right. And, and that's the that's been a problem. So everybody is looking to be ideal. But what is ideal? That's a question that we can talk about today. One and two is really is that really the reality of things? Because now today we live in a different world and I, they have models of all sizes and all shapes and all looks and colors, heights. And so it changed a whole bit over the years, but initially in the last you know few decades, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. If you didn't fit this profile, well, you were marginalized. It's like, you know, Hey, you're not cool enough. You know, you're not, you're not really the, the hip one. Right. So, Unfortunately, that's not reality. I mean, that's not true. That's not how it's supposed to be, but that's how people behave. Not everybody, but it's it's pretty consistent, you know, across the culture. <laughs> and we've seen that, you know, again, depicted. I mean, I, I've been, I love movies and I've watched almost every cliche movie and they all have similar pictures and similar, you know, connotations where people are looking at people because of who they are, what they look, whether it's uh, color, race, size, religion, it's always about something and people are looking at you from the outside and judging you for, for how they look like you to be, not how you are. And then that makes those people always that are the, the being judged ones, you know, feel, you know, inferior, feel like literally like collapsed that they're not, you know, worthy. And, and, and it just basically just destroys their abilities. Now, depend on the ability of a person, some people can deal with it differently than others. And, and believe it or not, I mean, there are sad outcomes of those things. People get bullied so much that they do crazy things, sometimes even leading to death, right? And, and yeah. suicidal stuff. It is, it is, it is, uh, it's a disease actually <laughs> of the heart, you know, because when people judge, why? You know, I mean, you people are created not necessarily equally <laughs> when it comes to, to, to size and bodies. There's genetics, there's different things that, that you know, you didn't choose a particular look. It just, that's the way it is. And you were comfortable until the moment when they made you uncomfortable. Right. And that's exactly what happens to everybody. Like they keep looking at you or they can make them fun of you. And then they just pick on it over and over and over. And it becomes like literally what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And then that's what happens to people. And then they just kind of like shut down mm-hmm. in a way you did some of it based on your story that you started like, you know, getting behind the scenes, trying to be as, 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 as a, you know, absent or as transparent <laughs> as you can get, which is, you know, really, a, a, you know, a crazy place to be. I mean, you want to be active, you want to do things, but you're always afraid. That's the other thing. The, it installs in your fear to be normal. You are normal, but but you almost behave like you're not <laughs> because they make you feel that way. It is it is really um, I don't I don't I can't ever define this in, in humanity that, you know, we look that way at people. Um, you don't judge people. That's the thing. People, we're judgmental at all times. We judge people for anything. You know, uh, you have an accent, you have this. People, they have to find something wrong with you. It's, that's the problem. They don't take you for who you are and what you are. And, I, and, and again, I'm not generalizing. There are, there's always a good bunch of people in everywhere that actually take people for where they are. You know, and we've seen that also in some of the movies. You have couples of all different sizes and it's all good and there's no reason to, to, to discuss it, right? But I think because of the way it is and there's, there's all these industries that that put this stuff in your face mm-hmm. you know you become like almost like i want to be exactly that yeah you know, 
I mean, I'm, I'm going to use the Barbie concept. I mean, that's really what, you know, everybody, you know, figured what a woman should look like. And that's not the case. And also can concept, which every male, you know, has to look like none of them. It's just really true. But but, you know, it doesn't matter right now. Now, what I loved about your story is that despite all this, you cope with it and it took a minute and you adjusted as best as you could at the time. Then you still didn't give up and you said, no, I'm going to do more. Then you went to like what everybody does. Let me figure out if I can, you know, trim in, look good and really shape up to what everybody's expectation look like. Yeah. And you did that. But a Eureka moment happened when you, you, the scale time and you, you saw the weight. So the objective was met. However, you'll you're, you're realize that that's not what was wrong. You just, they made you believe otherwise. And now you started seeing yourself as who you are. I don't care. I like what I see and I liked what I saw then. So that was not the difference. That, that was that was really nothing else. It was now I, I'm healthier. Maybe I'm doing more things. I can be more. But it's having confidence in who you are and how you look and your body, period. And out. And that's happening now more than, than it used to be. A lot of people now are getting to that. And, and, and they just, I'm good. I like what I see. Now, we, when we talk fitness, we talk nutrition, we talk more about health concepts and, and therefore it helps you because obviously weight can be detrimental to a lot of things, diabetes, and you know, it, it prompts people to have some, some illnesses. And so the least weight you have, the better, and not, not, not very, you don't lose too much weight because that's also another extreme, but, but being in a moderate, right. But to shave the body, it doesn't have to be like, you know, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, men's fitness or women's fitness with all these chiseled people, right? I mean, you, you, you just, as long as you're comfortable and you're, you're mobile and you can do things, that's all, that's it. That's all matters, right? And as long as you're happy, I think that's really the key. Now you have determined to make a difference and you did, you started teaching. You've influenced others. Now people are happier. So let's talk about that. The concept of you transforming yourself, realizing your objective and understanding that you love who you are, the way you are, and you don't care anymore about what people think. And I think that's a good place to be. When you just mm. stop thinking about what people are going to say about you, that's when we really reach that, you know, nice level of Zen. I don't care. Yeah. Call me whatever. I lose my hair. Thank you. It's all good. Right. It happens. It's going to happen one day or another. So might as well. I mean, I'm cool with it. Right. So yeah. again, accepting that is key. But again, when you're younger, you don't know better. And, 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 you know, and unfortunately kids can be brutal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just keep pushing, especially if you, if you don't react and you just keep it up, they'll just keep at it and just kind of marginalize yourself. That's not, uh, you know, but now let's talk about that piece. You've taken people and transformed them initially before you started the idea that was before you started the concept. Right. So, how many people were there, by the way, in the first the first group that you had? Uh, the first group that I had, there were six people. So, so the reason I'm asking, you started again with you a few, you know, handful, but well, a little, little overhand, you know. Yeah. But those people changed, you know, you changed their life and their belief and behavior, and ultimately they were there, and it kind of like. You know, domino effect. It started like all over the place, and 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 that's and the reason I'm saying it's important to realize that small change can make a difference. You know, yeah. you change one life at a time, you can make a difference. So, uh, and you did. So 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 now let's talk about your program. Mm -hmm. How does it all work? 
So there's a couple different aspects of Transform with Tara. One is the, the speaking area. So I, I love to be on stage and on podcasts and just spreading this sense of body freedom throughout the world because I think everybody deserves it. Every Like you said, to be free of that judgment and to be able to detach your worth from your body is so magical and so enlightening. And so I want to reach as many people with that message as I can. And then um, I'm also still doing some online strength training classes as was since COVID, we've got this whole shift and it's been wonderful, honestly, because you can reach so many more people and, and that's really exciting for me. And um, I guess a lot of the clients that I get in, especially in the online strength training world is uh, people that are newer to fitness, although my classes are very, modified for all types of fitness levels but i i love when people come to me that are that are brand new or that are have a lot of fear or uncertainty around movement and their body and how that even works um and then so we go through we usually do a six-week training program um and then i also have a, an academy twt academy which is kind of my baby it's it's a membership group a monthly membership group where uh, we gather virtually again, we do kind of more hit fitness type classes, um, those kinds of things, but we also work on mindset. We have a different theme every month. We have food for thought reflections where we discuss integrity and nutrition and goal setting and all of the things that that impact who you are as a human. Um, and then we have guest experts every month because obviously I don't know everything about everything. I wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's just this incredible community of humans who has taken the whole piece of judgment, the whole piece of uh, self-judgment and self-loathing out of the picture. We just don't do it. We don't even talk about our bodies during our classes. You know, we we talk about how cool they might be or how today we did 12 push-ups instead of 10 push-ups and that's magic and way to go but in terms of what we look like like we don't even go there and so to be a part of that community especially for me having lived that story is amazing well you know it's funny because you, you talked about no judgment and you know there is a brand of fitness that actually used that line judgment uh, free zone and, and and some gyms actually use that in their own you know when you you know register and you know enroll in, the, in, in in their gyms they put that all over the place so people don't have to feel uh, you know weak or, or you know or like offended by you know buddies and things like that so hey we're not judging anyone it's cool it's who you are take it at your own pace right and that's yeah. awesome but but you you you've touched on, on elements here mindset yeah it takes some mindset, right? You know, that's, that's, that's a key element right there. I mean, it's a big piece of accepting of being who you are, understanding, you know, how to cope with things. And, and yes, one step at a time, 10 pushups, 20, 15, whatever you go as, as you can. And, and that's the other thing. There's a lot of uh, instruction out there that, you know, and, and I've seen this in, in some of the gyms and some of the, the, the forms or like uh, the styles, right. Of, of fitness and training. 
oh, something like boot camp. You, you, they almost intimidate you into this. And that's a style. Some maybe the younger folks, you know, that want to get all excited and get all crazy, they can do that. And there's the other ones, but that's the other thing, understanding age groups, understanding gender, understanding different needs. Not everybody has the same, you know, we all not fit the same, you know, size. So therefore you have to accept, you know, different ones and treat them differently and have different modifications, you know, for each person. I think that's key. But the person involved in the training needs also to have their mindset, you know, uh, adjusted. Because if I'm limiting myself on how I think, I may not be able to see the difference. So, so how do you um, work that out with, with you know, the, the, your clients? Mm -hmm. A big piece of what we work on in Academy and just in general is the language that we're using. And that's sort of the first step is we pay, start to pay attention to the language we use in regards to our bodies, in regards to our abilities, in regards to our habits. You know, we talk about there's no such thing really as good food, bad food, like there's no good body, bad body. Um, we, we do this really interesting exercise when you come in to Academy where we, we write down a list of all the terrible, horrible things that we have said to ourselves. And, and I don't think anyone in the world is really exempt from body image issues. So everyone that comes in has this history with their body, whatever relationship it is, it's, it's rocky. So we write things down that we've said to ourselves in, in the darkest times. And we take that list and we um, read it out loud to someone else and we direct it towards someone else. And there are a lot of breakdowns. There are a lot of tears during that activity. Uh, one, because uh, hearing the words out loud is like a, a slap in the face. And, and two, because we would never use that language about someone else. We have absolutely no problem using it on ourselves, tearing ourselves down every chance we get. And words matter. Words matter so much. I was an English teacher, so I really believe it. <laughs> words, words are, are everything. And if you continue to say these terrible things to yourself, you can't help but believe them. So when people say, where do you get your motivation to work out? It, it's not about motivation. It's about I just like who I am and I like what movement does for me and I'm going to do that. But if I'm constantly like, you're fat, you can't do that. You're terrible at that. You don't lift as much as she does. You can't move the way that she does. Well, I don't want to go work out then because that look at the messaging I'm starting with. But if my conversation with myself sounds more like you're awesome, I can't wait to get this day. I love moving my body. I'm going to lift an extra 10 pounds today, you know, suddenly I'm like, Hey, let's hit the, let's hit the gym. Let's hit the workout room because I feel, I feel it. It's, it's not motivation. It's language. And when we can make that language shift for people, um, it unlocks something magical. Well, I love it. And, and, and talk about motivation, power positivity is key, right? Uh, the words can go one way against you or for you. If you keep saying bad things to yourself and all around, you will stop believing those things. If you keep saying positive things, that's it. I mean, it's I use this concept personally. I mean, I, I if you go to my Instagram, for example, it's all positive quotes. Everything is positive, right? I keep just pumping. And so I've had this people like people ask me a question, why you keep doing that? I mean, you really believe actually I believe in it, but also the more I put of it, the more I believe in it, the more it keeps me going. Like it's almost a constant reminder in my face. 
you know, so while I share with others, I actually, the first client is me. <laughs> so I'm yeah. using those, those for myself to keep me motivated. And, you know, the more I say it, the more I believe, I believe in me. I believe in me. Like I say, say it, I, I can do this. I can do this. I, can, I will do this. I am doing this. And, and it's as simple as it sounds, it really works. Yeah. And, and the same thing, if I keep looking at myself down and you just, you know, uh, I'm like, oh, and then basically you crash in and your mood is down and it really will affect you psychologically, physically. And that's the other thing. If, if this starts, if the mind starts, you know, playing games on you, then the body follows the rest, <laughs> you Completely. know, uh, then wow. you're like depressed and, you know, you don't want to do anything. You just, and then you start, we had a discussion uh, the other day, the last, last show we did about weight loss and food and stuff. And then people binge, you know, eating and they just boom, 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 boom. And that's it. And then it gets harder on them. And then that image doesn't get any better. And now right. forget about it. The world is ending. Right. And so it's really words are so powerful. Isn't, you know, I mean, you can really hurt people with words or yeah. you can change people and transform better for with words. And that's where motivational speakers come through and stuff. You stand in, in, the, in the classroom in front of an audience and you give them all that stuff and they get all pumped and they walk out like, I get this, I'm going to rule the world, right? And that's really what happens. Or the opposite, you get to a class where everybody's like, you guys suck, you this, you that. I mean, that's it. You're like, you're almost, you know, broken down. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's a big deal in terms of anything we do in life. And, and fitness, health, weight, you know, body, it's all of it. I mean, business, if someone believes that they can do something, they'll do it. I always say this, if you can believe it, you can do it. Yeah. If someone else can do it, I can do it. Now, I don't have to do it exactly like them. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I'll find my own way to do it. And you're right. Like you go to the gym. I, I go to the gym. I mean, I, I do my own. I'm my own gym now. But I used to go to the gym, you know, and there are people that are super buffed and they're like, you know, lifting, you know. I don't need that. I don't want to be like, you know, that look. I don't care. I mean, that's that to each his own. Good luck. Yeah. Have fun. I'm good with I, I I have my little vision of what I'd like to look like and what I want. I'm good with it. I'm not here to compete. I'm not getting a championship or getting some trophy. <laughs> I'm good with it. So so that's the thing. People are looking like, well, you know, no, I mean, being competitive, it's okay. Being, you know, able to do some things, why not? But to your limits. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I don't want to, you know, for example, in martial arts, I mean, there's so many styles of martial arts. You can't possibly know it all. Right. And you're never going to be the best. I mean, you can be good and there's always someone better. <laughs> right. So you do your best to be where you are. And when you get to the comfort zone and you maintain it, that's good enough. Another thing, like as you age, you know, you're not going to be the same as when you're younger. So your abilities are different. So you have to know where you are, where you stand today at any given day in your life. You're different. You, you have to have your own uh, scale. Right. That's it. And, and, and again, and the Kiyoran concept is really, that's exactly what it is. You are who you are and you have to be comfortable, but you use psychology one-on-one -on -one first because you get that out of the system by stating it. I, I have a, a regular recurring doctor, you know, psychiatrist, world-renowned psychiatrist, we do a show once a month, and it's all about saying it. The first step is be aware and saying it loud. I mean, that's what we see in, in, in those, all these addiction, you know, places where you stand and you talk about it. You got to admit <laughs> you have right? issues yeah. and it starts with that but once you do that it's it's all easier after that because admitting you know that i'm wrong admitting that i'm beating on myself admitting that i have an addiction admitting that i'm not happy with what i'm seeing whatever the case may be it gets it out of the way now let's fix the problem 
Yeah. And you and and I love the way you do it because you sit down, you talk. Before you get physical, you get mental, <laughs> and that's important, right? The money yeah. over body, right? So <laughs> for sure, I I I joke that I trick people because they they think I'm they're coming for this fitness class and they're they're gonna get ripped and fit and healthy and then I start to play with their minds a little bit and they're like, what? I, what's happening? <laughs> And it, it's my favorite. And you know, what you, what you just said really defines body freedom is to be able to walk into a gym or walk onto the beach or walk anywhere and to see another human and think, well done, whatever you're doing, like whatever you look like, whatever, like, well done. Like you showed up today, you came to the gym today. So did I, and I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna do me and I'm going to, meet my goals because I've set my goals. I'm clear on my goals. I understand my why. And, and you probably did too. And like, high five buddy. And let's celebrate each other rather than like, Oh, I wish I had those biceps. I wish I had her, butt. you know, like, Nope, Nope. She's her. She's awesome. I'm me. I'm also awesome. Like, let's, you want to be friends. We can be awesome together. And so I was, oh, listen, I, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Literally, because really that there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you know, we've had, you know, again, I, I, I keep referring to movies and stuff just because people can relate to them. Yes. But we've had a lot of movies when you see the, 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 um, the paradox, you know, characters or the, the, the almost opposite everything, height, weight, short. And, you know, we've had those from historic movies to, to today's movies and you see those things. Because it, there, you know, there is a, a message about that. That you know, that's it's okay. It's positive or negative. You you don't have to be all in the same. We're not made in a cookie cutter. We all look the same. Everybody looks different, and it's okay. We can work together. We can live together. We can be happy together. We can do a lot of things together, and that's that's a great message for people. And again, to your point, we can hang out. I'll do me. You do you, and we're good. And we can just be cool about it. No more. But but don't judge me, and I'm not judging you. Yeah. See, that's that's where the real key is. And I think hopefully through these podcasts and these shows and, and, and sending these messages, even the younger generation should, you know, maybe be hip to it and, and understand that, you know, your, your body today is not going to be the same in, in, in a few years, no matter how, how, how good then, you know, whatever. Uh, if you're smart today, doesn't mean the other guys cannot catch up and vice versa. Some people start slower than others and vice versa, and they move up faster you never know what's going to happen. We always look today. We don't see the future mm-hmm. and we have our own version of what it looks like, but yes, you can have all the versions that you want, but you know, time will dictate how it's going to wind up. And then you wind up in a different place. You look at back and like, wow, <laughs> that's not what I've expected, expected from day one. Right. Yeah, but that's that's for body for everything. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, if you've, if you've attached your worth to that body you have now, in five years, you, you're going to have to figure out your worth again, because it, it is going to change. Like nobody is exempt from a changing body and bodies go through seasons and here it's cold in the winter. So we wear hoodies and sweats and eat more chocolate to feel better about all the cold. And so that's just a season and, and your body's allowed to go through those seasons, but it's so important that your worth is detached from that. Otherwise you're on this roller coaster of who am I and what value do I bring to the world? And let me tell you, you were born and therefore you bring a lot of value to the world and, and the world needs you, not, not your body. Your body's going to get you there. It's going to drive you there. It's going to walk you there, but you're going to do the things you're going to do the things. I love what you just said. You, 
you're in this world for a purpose. You're here to help. You're here to do your your, your deed. And that's all that matters. I mean, you're right. The, the vehicle, we can shape it a little bit better. And, I mean, we want to maintain the body to to keep to stay healthy at the bottom line. That's that's what it is. And yeah. what's what's healthy for you may not be necessary for me, as long as your cholesterols are low, your 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 blood, you know, pressure is good, no diabetes, and you manage, you know, that's all that matters. Yeah. And some people actually can be literally the opposite spectrum and they think that as the healthy is and inside of them, they may not be as healthy at all. I mean, I've seen like skinny people, for example, I mean, really, you know, with high cholesterol, with other mm-hmm. you know issues. And it has nothing to do with genetics, for example. And there's nothing you can do about that. So the and and sometimes on the opposite spectrum, again, anybody, that's where I love the body freedom concept because this is not about, you know, being large, being small, being any, it, it could be any size, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's your body. You have to live with it. You have to be happy with it. And you can tweak it and and, and yeah. work it the way you want at your own pace, at your own, without judgment, without feeling like awkward about it. Right. It might take me more time to do certain things. Like I, I it's funny, I, I, I did a, a show a couple of weeks back uh, and it was like a, a gym, right? A class. And and I, I, I went on uh, what we call like knee, knee push-ups. <laughs> ah. and, and, you know, I did on purpose because people expect you to do a full push-up. I'm like, who cares? You're working the top. Yes, if you do a full push-up, it's going to give you more resistance and stuff, and that's good. But if you can't, you got back problems, knee problems, whatever, you're, do it. The key is you're doing something. Just do more of this, and it will give you similar results. That's it. I don't have to be like doing, you know, jump push-ups. <laughs> right. I can just do, you know, low push-ups. I can do a different. You can do, you know, inclined push-ups on the wall, not even on the ground. Uh, you know, not not up what you know, backward, you know, upside down. I'm talking just just on the wall. You can lean on the wall and just keep pushing the the wall, not the ground. Whatever yeah. you do, if it's gonna work for you, do it slowly. You know, I it's a, yeah. I'm gonna give you a true joke. I I used to drive long distance for work. So I'm sitting in my car and literally I have one hand on car and I'm doing curls with nothing. No, there's no way nothing. I'm just curling and trying to do something just to keep my body because I'm sitting too much and I, I don't have time to go to gym. So I'm doing exercise while I'm in the car. You know, I'm bringing my, like I'm putting cruise control, I'm bringing my knees up, I'm doing some abs while I'm sitting. It's funny. And people look at me from the other car. What is this, what is this guy doing? <laughs> I'm doing me. I don't care. Maybe you learn something. I don't know. I figure something that works for me. Do something yeah. for you. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's something we really work on in Academy as well is because not everybody's a gym person, not everybody's a runner, not everybody's a swimmer. So find something that works for you. And we've done fun things like we go to the trampoline park, we've done the bungee workouts, we've done aerial yoga, we did a TikTok dance class. Like there are so many options in the world now to move your body in a fun, enjoyable way. It doesn't have to be pain and torture. It can be joy. It can be fun. And through that joyful movement, you will learn so much about your body. For me, it's, it's workouts. I love lifting things. I love sweating and feeling that sense of like, I might die. I love that. (laughs) Not everybody does. And that's okay. I mean, you said it. Yeah. You can, you can, some people may have back problems, right? Yeah. You can be in a chair and, and lift your weights, do shoulders, do stuff, do like, you know, all kinds of stuff. You can move your legs as much as fast yeah. as you can, get one of those pedals, whatever, and work. There's so many ways you can, the body's moving, you're burning, and, and you're, in, you know, your cardio is doing everything. You're doing some activity. That's it. If you can't do anything, walk. I mean, the pandemic was a good example when everybody was like that. Most people didn't do anything. They just walked around the neighborhoods. 
Right. They just, you know, walk, 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 half hour, an hour, and they go back home. That's it. I mean, there's the key again, whatever, that's just to keep you healthier, right? Mm -hmm. but, yeah. but I think I think the key element being healthy is one thing, but also agreeing with yourself. Yeah. If you look at the mirror, you know, and you're happy, that's all that matters. And yeah. happy doesn't mean anything. You might get a little bit, you know, uh, extra today in the weight, you know, okay, well, I got to work towards that. But it's not like, oh my God, that's it, the world is ending for me. Right. So, yeah. so I think for people out there, don't judge yourself. Don't be down on yourself. You can yeah. do this. That's it. That's a key word. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's part of why I use the words body freedom rather than body acceptance or body love. I feel like that, you know, body love mentality is like you, you it's an arrival. You get to a place where you're just, you love your body so much. And the truth is it's a, it's a journey. I really truly believe that there's no arrival. I, I love my body. I love the way it looks. I love the parts of it that I used to hate. I love them now. Um, but I still wake up some days and look in the mirror and think, oh, I wish I was a little smaller. Or I wish I was a little fitter. But I now have the tools to cope with that day, you know, that don't necessarily involve falling headfirst into a bag of Doritos. It's, it's more that like, I am worthy. I am enough. I am capable. I am strong. I am valuable. And high five yourself in the mirror. Mel Robbins just wrote a book, The High Five Habit. High five yourself in the mirror and get on with your day. And, you know, find a cute outfit, have a naked dance party, whatever you got to do to bust, <laughs> bust through that. Because leave your, leave your bathroom in the morning feeling great. And then your whole day will be amazing. Well, I, I actually, I, you said, I do, I do this. You gave us a series of, of real powerful tools right there. Yeah. And I think everybody watching or listening, I mean, if you say those things to yourself every morning, and that's really how you start your day. Like, it's a great, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to do this. This day is going to be mine. I'm going to succeed. I'm cool. Whatever I see is good. And to your point, even if it's not, you know, all right, I'm going to do this to make some changes, and but I'm still happy with what I see. Today. Yeah. So. That's all. I mean, again, words are powerful. That's what you've been using right now. These are powerful words and they'll get to you. And the more you hear about them, the more you feel good about them. And some people, you know, it's funny because there's always someone that will criticize like, yeah, well, you keep saying the words, but you don't do the action. Well, true. Action speaks louder than words. I mean, obviously, you take the words first. That pumps mm -hmm. your morale and, and, and your, your, your conscious is, is active and your subconscious is now also beating up on those. And then now you take the action. You take the steps. Yeah. We're, not, we're not saying you're going to say those words and sit down and curl up again to the Doritos. <laughs> That'd be contradictory, right? right. So, so for those people that may have a challenge with those, we're not saying just talk to yourself happy and don't do it. And obviously, you got to take the action. Right. And you do. I mean, you did all the action yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it started. Yeah. You took... <laughs> The, the the fitness you took somebody to to mentor you and coach you and you did all that to get to your result and now yeah. you're doing the same with others yeah so the key here is yes besides the mindset beside the the psychological aspect beside everything you also do the physical aspect and take right. it to the next step so it's a, it takes the both concept yes but it starts with you believing which starts mm -hmm. with you being you know very comfortable and also psyching yourself that you can do it. You're happy. You're going to, nobody's going to get to you. Nobody can get through. You're basically shielding. Yeah. Yeah. People can come yeah. at you any angle. Well, this, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's coming from one ear, coming out the other. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's a little bit tricky because when you get to that place where it doesn't matter what other people think or believe, 
even the good stuff doesn't land. Like if someone says, oh, like you're just beautiful. Like you're, you're, that's really nice. Thank you. That doesn't make me feel any different because I already like my butt. So if someone said to me, your butt is too big, it would have the exact same effect. It's this neutrality. It's this freedom. Like my, my body is the least interesting thing about me. Like get to know me. I'm pretty fantastic. Besides all this, I, I'm a great person. So it's, it's tricky because, you know, we do as a society, I think, really value other people's opinions. And when we're getting that feedback, that positive feedback, we start to feel better. We start to act better. We start to do better. And then that one negative comment comes in and we're like completely deflated. But if you can get to a place where the positive comments are lovely, thank you, but they're not going to change who I am. They're not going to change how I behave. I'm the same. Then when those negative comments hit, they, they can't land either because Again, you've, you've detached from other people's points of view. So you really got to find the love inside because you're not, you're not looking for it from other people. You're looking I, from it for you. I, I swear, I, I can look up on my phone right now. This not even a day or two days. I posted exactly that same post <laughs> about, about when you get to that point where you really don't care about what people say and you're just in the <laughs> best place. I did, like, I think it was two, two posts that had that same, you know, I, believe me, this oh, week, wow. the, the two topics are almost related and everything I've been posting, and it's not even like, you know, or, or, or straight or choreographed. It was just, it just <laughs> random, but it just feels to be like almost the same theme here. But really, that's exactly okay. right. So I hear positive. I'll take it. But yeah. if, if it comes, I'll take it. Great. Thank you. And, and if it's bad, well, you know what? I don't care what you think. <laughs> I just I just know what I what I believe in and I'm good and I'm, I'm good there now this doesn't say that as people we cannot always look for better and improve ourselves this just says that I'm comfortable and if I see something valuable I want to snatch I'm gonna snatch that <laughs> but, yeah, but, sure. but you will have no effects other than me but I'm a, I'm the actual uh judge as to when I will trigger and take an action but no one else can actually get to me except me and I think that's that's the key element right there for sure. And once you get there, then I think it's totally fair and fine to want to, if you want to change your body in some way, shape or form, you're doing it for a reason. Maybe you're, maybe you're competing. Maybe you saw the perfect swimsuit that you want, but you know that certain parts are going to be weird on you. So you want to make that change. And it, it has nothing to do with, again, your value. And so it's okay to want to make aesthetic changes as long as they come from a place of love and then they come from a place of I am worthy and I'm going to make these changes, not a place of like I'm gross, so therefore, right? Yeah, there's it's okay to want to change. Agreed. And, and again, you, you perfectly stated this because at the end of the day, the comfort zone is the key. Mm -hmm. I'm good. You know, yes, I want to make adjustments. That's up to me. But but I'm not doing it because somebody's telling me. <laughs> you right. can tell me whatever you want. I don't care. But okay. if I decide that it's it's on me, I'm in charge. Yeah. You're not in charge. I'm in the driver's seat. I'm good. When I decide that I want to see something and I want to make a maneuver, it's on me. And you know that wasn't because you triggered. Now maybe you gave me an idea, and but it's not because you told me that I'm just convinced that it's the ultimate you know uh, right. thing target for me. It's because I also and that's actually true. In reality, no, for example, in, I'm in the world of sales and no one buys anything unless they really want it. Mm -hmm. Our job as salespeople in general is to just highlight the value and the need. 
and then it's up to the people to make the decision. They already know that they want it. <laughs> so, so you can tell me whatever you want. If I'm not interested, I don't care what you say. Not, no, no super salesperson is going to make you change your mind. Right. But a super salesperson only is going to get you to find the need in your mind. Like bring it up. They'll highlight every reason why you, you've, you know, if that subconsciously it's somewhere, it's going to come right out. And then, then, oh, okay. That's the same thing here. If someone is triggering these things and you're just going to be like, do I really want this? And if you do really want it, you will do it. But if not, nobody's going to make you change your mind no matter what. But that's, again, that's when you get to that power of, mm -hmm. of understanding you. But not everybody, again, gets to that point. And hopefully, again, through a podcast like this or the, the, the show, people can, can see it. And they don't have to wait to a certain time frame or an age to, to get to this point. You can get to this as early on. You're happy. Don't worry about what people think. Period yeah. enough. People, listen, people are going to judge you no matter what. Bottom line, you're good, you're bad, they're going to judge you. You're like, we're on social media. Some people, I, I'm going to give you a true joke. You know, you go on YouTube now on, on a channel or something, you get like three dislikes before the show is even up. It's not aired and you have dislikes. I mean, you didn't even see the show. You didn't like the title. I mean, <laughs> you know, you go to, you put, you put a post and the post is positive. Someone says, ah, uh, Okay, that means you disagree. Well, good for you. You know, it's okay. It, does it bother me? You know, put your own up, you know, put your stuff up and maybe I'll agree or disagree. It doesn't matter. Your dislike doesn't affect me. Right. <laughs> well, but, right. but, that's, but that's how people are. They just do because yeah. by default, because you're doing, they're not happy. And, and we've talked about this literally on the other show is that because they're unable to do it, their reaction is they, they're not happy about you doing it. Mm -hmm. But it was, once you get to that point, I don't care what you say. Right. You're not, you, you know, uh, you're not paying my bills. You're not changing me. You're not going to do anything to this body. And guess what? Therefore, you got nothing to say. And you can say it. You can say it. It's just like, you know, it comes in. There's a shield here. It hits it. It bounces right back. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's really the true mindset. And I think we, we you and I are driving this hopefully home today with people that you believe in yourself. And that's the bottom line. You do what's good for you. And that's the bottom line. Do not let anybody anybody else influence your belief and your feelings, unless they're giving you positivity. They're helping you see better things. But if they're just going to bounce stuff because they're maybe their insecurities are reflected in those and they may have other issues that are driving them that way. Sometimes when you look at it psychologically, and we've had a couple of shows about this, most of the people that have these problems, they have their own problems that trigger these things. And unfortunately, it is something that happened to them in their life that's making them the way they are. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there's nothing you can do. So, so in essence, you, know, you want to help those people, yeah. you know? So, but at the end of the day, I think your concept is awesome. Your philosophy is awesome. Your, your service is awesome. But, but I have a question. Now, you talk to different people, people reach out to you, but what about if someone wants to feel good, but they don't want to work out and do exercise? What are you going to do? Do you have those by the way? I do. I do. I, I also have, um, I just recently had someone uh, contact me and say um, that they've really never moved their body and they're very, very in a very, very large body um, and struggle to stand up and sit down. And they've done fitness classes before that haven't worked out for them. And trainers said, oh, I'll modify. And then it, it didn't work because it's so severe. Um, so that the simple fact that that person reached out to me made my heart feel really good because movement needs to be accessible to all people, to all bodies. 
And so, again, I don't necessarily define movement as going to the gym or going to a strength training class or doing a HIIT workout. Uh, movement needs to be joyful and fun. And so we do, I mean, I always encourage coming to the class because we have so much fun there. We laugh, we joke. Um, I've had people come to the class and lay on the yoga mat for the entire 45 minutes. And you know what? You got away from your kids for 45 minutes. You hung out and spoke to like-minded humans for 45 minutes. That's a win. <laughs> you know, next time, maybe we'll get you to do a jumping jack. Maybe we won't whatever you're welcome here you're accepted here so it, it's creating this environment of acceptance and understanding and compassion for where people are at on their journey and even if you come to a class and sit on a yoga mat you are going to learn something about yourself and about your body during that class and so it's progress and it doesn't have to be fast it just has to be forward well tara that's that's an important key because Again, this thing keeps repeating itself where people want overnight success, mm -hmm. overnight results. And, and, and there is, I don't know of anything that happens overnight. I, I don't think death happens overnight, even although that, that can, can be sudden, but it happens its own due time and it takes, you know, a, a second before that body is, is expiring. So, so at the end of the day, nothing happens, you know, just the way, just because you blink an eye, it's going to change. Uh, you know, yeah, you may win the lottery, but you had to actually go and take the ticket and buy it and go to suit and wait for the results and stuff and then collect it and pay taxes before you get that money. So again, it's not overnight before you start spending the money. So, so people have to realize, and especially if you're going to transform mm -hmm. anything good, you know, in your body, your mind, your education, it's going to take time, you know, uh, business is going to take time. I mean, you're also a business person and, you know, an entrepreneur and you've created a whole concept you know, it takes time to build this. I mean, you started with six people and then it added up and those six people gave, you know, information and it took some time, but now it's, it's spread in. And that's exactly as you go out, you do podcasts, you do this. It doesn't happen overnight. So people do not expect it's consistency. Mm -hmm. It's believing it's being committed, but also doing whatever you need to help, you know, the, the, the goal and the objective that you set, but at the same time, know that it's not going to happen overnight. So that, I think that's, that's a key element that we all have to stress out because I don't know, but somehow it's come, it's becoming like a trend where people want things to just snap happen. There's no genie in, in the lap. You, can, you can't do this. Like I want to be rich and you're rich. And, you yeah. know, I, I mean, sometimes you, you watch some, some posts and things like that on the social media and they show, you know, things like that. They're motivational things to get you excited about it. But those folks didn't happen overnight either. And none of them just woke up and then, unless you were born into it. And sometimes you could lose that too. So it doesn't matter. But right. at the, I mean, maybe, but even when you're born into it, you're not, it's not overnight because it was, you have to grow up to get to feel it. Yeah. <laughs> it takes yeah. a minute before you realize that you're rich. Right? So, yeah. so, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's a joke, but at the end of the day, you need to know that. So you're going in, you're right. One day sit in the mat, the next one we sit at the chair, the next one we stand. The next day we make a couple of moves. We walk around the room. Yes. And by the way, I mean, um, as, as people obviously would wait, it makes, makes it very difficult. The knees, everybody mm -hmm. and the heart. So you have to adjust all those things, but in time, slowly, but surely you start seeing results. Now mm -hmm. the results vary, as we all say, someone will commit more and do more and they probably see it in a lesser you know, period than others. And some people may take three months, some people may get a whole year before they can see real effect change. Right. So, right. so, but that's, that's okay. But again, the key to any journey is the start point. You start, 
you're there. If you don't start, it's not happening. I mean, there is yeah. nothing that's going to happen before you start at least putting your, your effort in it and, yeah. and commit to it. And I think that is another real message that we'd like to, to share today through this, this, this platform is that you can transform. Tara will help you transform. But yeah. you have to actually commit and not only commit, but we also know that it's going to take time. Yeah. And I know you have no problem. You have patience. Uh, <laughs> and, so and, and, and you believe in this. And so and, yes. and your group, yes. and your, your atmosphere does a lot for that. So, hey, you're in a good place. <laughs> and yeah. by the way, anywhere in the world, you know, anything you do, know that it, if you want it bad enough, it's going to happen. But just be committed and know that it's going to take the time and the resources, sometimes money, time, energy, work. It's not going to be easy. That may be easier. It depends what you're doing. It could be sometimes easier in other ways, but still, it's going to take steps. Yeah. And when it comes to transformation of the body, the body also has some, some you know, physiognomy to it. There right. is some, some, some science to it, and it has to work through the science, you know, and the biology of the body, and it has to go through those. those the body's fat, for example. I mean, I, I know that this is more like I get this question all the time, like in, in our fitness program, and, and people say, I want to lose my belly. Well, sure you can, but understand that the fat, we don't have a, a button that says belly fat go and it goes. Right. <laughs> you, the, the body doesn't transform one piece of the body at a time. I mean, it does muscles if you work muscles, but fat, the body has to burn equally the calories in the body. So the lesser places where there's fat, they're going to go first. And then the, the more clusters, they're going to take more. That's all there is. It's, yeah. I, don't, there, I don't know of anybody that, that figured that out yet, but unless you do some of those technologies where they heat your fat and or like right. maybe liposuction or whatever, that's the only time where you can get it out. But, right. but that, that again, the concept is like, it's not happening the way that you think. There is, there are rules, there's mm -hmm. physics involved and yeah. the physics are the same. So we have to allow those physics to actually take their course to get the results. But at the end of the day, we have to also have the patience and have the compassion and all the stuff that that's going to, you know, attach to this process yeah. and then progress will happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so Tara, go ahead. Uh, you, uh, you want to see. I, I just was going to say one of my favorite quotes is you cannot compare your first page to the middle of someone else's novel. It's love it. Everyone has to start. And, and part of that, consistency piece comes with the body freedom concept of, you know, really trusting in your body to do the right thing. When you need a rest day, rest. When you feel like working hard, work hard and, and listen to that and trust in that. And I was that all or nothing person who thought if I had missed a workout day, that was it. It was all over. Um, but I, I did, I, I learned after finding peace and freedom in my body, I also learned to trust it and to listen to it and pay attention to its cues. And then, yeah, the progress is going to be slow, but it's, it's going to come because you believe in it and you trust in your body to do what it needs to do for you. So, yeah. I love, I love that. Well, and again, everybody needs to also know themselves because <laughs> You and I, for example, if we were doing the same exercise, it may be different from how your body is going to react to mine. And everybody's body is going to be different depending on a lot of different factors, right? Genetics yeah. could be one of the key elements and, you know, your age can make a difference. Gender can make a difference. There's so many things that apply to yeah. why your body behaves a certain way. And, but that's okay. So, so that's the other thing, like just we're progressing. I, and I'll give you a good example in martial arts, right? You know, I, you, Five people can go into the same class the same day. 
And in five years, a couple of them are black belts, a couple of them are brown belts, a couple of them are yellow belts. Why? Because the ones that are yellow belts, they haven't committed as much. They came in every now and then. They were not able to capture all the stuff they needed to get to the next level. The other one that's in black belt in less than two years, they, they were there every day. They learned every day. They moved. They put more time. And they reached that level. That doesn't mean that yellow belt cannot get to the black belt. They just have to do more to get there. And that's all there is. It's just how, you know, how your commitment is to get you there. And then obviously the other ingredients will have to play, but you yeah. do. But if you don't do it, yes, the results are going to be variable <laughs> depending yeah. on how you put your, you know, uh, yourself into it. And the more you do, the more you're going to get. Yeah. The least you do, you're going to see, you're going to see results based on your input, period enough. And, you, and that's okay too. If you think you can only do X, you know, that's great. You want X plus one? Well, add that plus. That's it. And and slowly but surely, you can add more. And that's what we even weights, right? Training. You do weight training, right? You start light, five pounds. Like I, truly, I actually go to the gym and do five pounds. People look at me. Really? Yeah. I don't need. I don't. I don't want to be like. Argh. I'm just gonna do five and just curl them up. I'm just as an example. I'm doing this, but I'm doing like two hundred of them. Right. So, so my my stuff is burning right now with that little five pounds. I can do it without them and do the same two hundred and fifty, three hundred. Now we'll feel the same exact thing, yeah. you know. And you just tighten your fist and you just do this. As simple as it sounds, that people think like, in that same exercise I was doing, I was doing some martial arts style, and you know, you just do like some moves that that you do a lot of reps with, and and really it burns your shoulders and your arms. And no way it's included. <laughs> no resistance or nothing. It's just your body working reps. Yeah. So there's so many ways you can work your body and transform. Mm -hmm. And you do it your own scale. You know, I can do this. I'll do it. You do the other. That's it. Yeah. Here is you love what you see. You're going to work towards your goal and nobody's going to judge you. And I think your formula does it excellent because you allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. People with you can be at different. You know, I, I, another analogy is very simple. I love that I use in training is we can be all in the same train. As long as the train is moving, we're all in the same train, right? But we can be sleeping, we can be walking, we can be, you know, sitting down, we can be actually at the restaurant, we can be at the bathroom. <laughs> we can do a lot of things on the, on the moving train, but we are on the same train. Yeah. We, and we're still going to get to the destination. Okay. We just have different ways of, you know, using that train. I mean, cruising, same thing. You can be doing different things. Some people just lounge in a chair the whole cruise. Some people do different things. At the end of the day, it's still going to the same destination. So you got to be in it, though. You have to be in a cruise. <laughs> yes. yes. So, so these are similar ideas. But for, for this, the transformation, I think that's all it takes. Let's get in and do the best we can with the right support system and the right you know, formation that you have in place. They can get to their results. And now that leads me to, and we're just about exceeding the hour, but, <laughs> but that takes me to, to, to the concept. Now, how can people reach out to you? How can they register for your system? Where can they do that? And can they do it? I'm, I'm assuming they can do this anywhere in the world through technology now virtually, right? Yeah, yeah. I love that, that it, it's accessible to anyone everywhere. Um, I, I, my strongest presence is on Instagram. I spend a lot of my free time there. Um, but uh, I also have a website and that's where sort of everything is put together. So you can see all the different offerings. And that is www.transformwithterra.com. Well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it a couple of times already, so that's <laughs> it. And, uh, it will be on the description of the show, so people can actually, you know, click on it and and, and visit the site. Pretty Perfect. pretty cool site. So, and you have different programs there, so they yeah. should be able to see it. 
Uh, and, and, and it's simple. And again, I think you have no restrictions in terms of, you know, territory. So people can call and yeah. register from anywhere. As they can be home and, and still do the stuff and get, I mean, do you have physical people that actually come up? I mean, obviously in Alberta area, but, but certainly you're doing, you know, this with people that are remote. Yeah, yeah. We haven't done a lot of in-person um, well, COVID, yeah. Yeah. COVID, but uh, we have done a couple. We did the TikTok dance class together, but it's cool now because you have that option to, to take your virtual self there as well and have everyone participate no matter where they are. So listen technology had made it very easy and and, and even right. with zoom you can have 100 people in the class yeah. and, and everybody's jumping everybody's happy so it's all good yeah. i mean yeah, there's it loses a little bit of that that personal touch when you're close but considering now it took the boundaries there's no limit to who you can reach and who can participate no matter where they are on earth they can yeah. be in mars as long as right. they have access to virtual they can do it right. yes yes you know well so so tara i mean it's been real it's fun and thank you i mean your story your i mean really uh, perseverance and your concept i think of motivation and inspiration is unique uh you you give people hope because i think some people may have you know feelings of limitations because they really can't find a place that where they can feel home and comfortable you give that and and again there's so many ways for people to get what they want in terms of fitness and weight and all this stuff but you give the option to those that may not see themselves in a regular gym setting and you give them the opportunity to be along with other folks at their own pace and still be able to get the results they want and feel good about themselves there's nothing you know that's a sweet you know place to be when you help people and and that's it i mean you change lives that's actually something real sweet and and it's 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 got a good satisfaction level so you know congrats for that i mean that's 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 beautiful and so so before we close our show are there any couple tips that you'd like to close with i think one of the most important things and we really talked a lot about it is just to really pay attention to that language piece and what are the words you're using towards yourself and how can you change those and whether whether you believe the the positive statements yet or not, it's okay if you're kind of on the fence. Just say them anyways. Just give yourself that high five, that chance anyways, because eventually the more you say it, the more you live it, you'll start to believe it and, and your life will change. Um, and the, the other one is just wear the damn shorts, wear the damn swimsuit. You're judging yourself more than others are your body is beautiful just the way it is today get out there and do the things well you know Tara, thank you for those words and you know it's funny because as you said that i travel a lot and you know it depends where you are there are people that actually so comfortable with themselves i don't care i know i, love <laughs> I, I actually there is that that level of spectrum because I, I mean you know uh you see people that that all different shapes and sizes and they don't care they have swimsuits they do stuff you know they enjoy their life no matter what people and people look and like whatever you can look all you want i'm good <laughs> i got this and, and you know what there's nothing wrong with that again confidence is key so uh so, so so tara thank you first of all you said high five say so, hey high five <laughs> you know uh but but thank you for for like the the motivation the inspiration and also for sharing you know you know the ability for people to actually feel themselves and utilize your your transformation you know system so thank you for that uh folks it's been a pleasure thank you for listening watching you know today's episode and uh thank you tara for being with us uh so folks we'll talk soon different show different guests different topic bye for now <laughs>